Hello and welcome to this Arsenal-themed special episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emekawoka and it is my joy and my privilege to welcome you onto the show uh, today. This evening at the Emirates Stadium, the champions, Manchester City, are the visitors to the runaway league leaders, Arsenal Football Club. Arsenal have passed almost every test set before them um, since the beginning of the season. Uh, they're going through what people will call a wobble at the moment. The defeat in the Cup to City, the defeat at um, at Everton, the draw with Brentford. But really, personally, I don't think it's a big deal because this is a league. This is, this is in England. Uh, every game is a battle. So, yeah. So, I, 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 I also think that this, is, this game is so pivotal in the sense that whoever wins... Who have would actually be um, favorites, so to speak, to win the title, and that is why I I I, I think that the Arsenal Football Club players who should go into this league, into this particular match, fairly confident that they will be able to pass this test. I've got me in the pod um, in Lagos. Odoyo Ruth, Ruth, are you there? Is she? Good morning, sir. I'm here, sir. I don't know if the network is clear enough for me to speak. Yes, we can hear you. The only problem is that you, it's almost like you're in a marketplace. It's so, so much, there's so much uh, background noise. So, yes, welcome no, to the no, show. Sorry, I'm at, uh, thank you, sir. I'm actually at the office, right? Yeah, yeah welcome to the show. Uh, when you're not speaking, you can mute your mic. Um, also, uh, in the pod, at Two gentlemen who I believe will strongly be at the game tonight, um, Bimbo Adekoya and um, by enemy from Arsenal, um, Kule. <laughs> Kule, Bimbo, uh, welcome. Welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. Thank you so very much yeah. for finding time, um, your busy schedule. Good morning and thank you for having me. Good morning, Calvin. It's great to be on the pod with everyone. I start. I start with you, Bimo. Um, as you as you said, it was the, uh, the, one of the first episodes we had um, for the season that you had this feeling that this was going to be a special, a special season for Arsenal and Mikel Arteta, especially. Why did you have that feeling? And and with the way the season is panning out so far, what? How do you feel? Thank you for um, bringing that up. Interestingly, you know, um, looking at how the season panned out last year and um, the insights that I got from the Amazon documentary, All or Nothing, mm. showed me... I had some ideas about some of the workings, but it is... And I could see the passion, the hunger of the manager and the way the whole at the public and I just knew with the signing they did during the season I knew that the club was at the point and I'd expected them to go all the way now I wasn't expecting them to go and do the invincible go a whole season without winning but the ingredients were there that they could take up things and play what we have termed now the Ateta ball the way Ateta wants to play he has his own players he has his own philosophy and he can imprint that on the game. And it's been interesting seeing them. 
the only blip for me has been, you know, when we went to United and lost um, with the crazy VAR, with that Martinelli go at speed. But they've gone toe-to-toe with every team that we faced. We played at fours and guess what? We dominated them. And even some games that we were not on our A game, we did what champions would do, get the results. I, uh, I've been hearing people talking about tonight being the big test. But every test that we we faced, the club has risen to it and, you know, and, and gotten through. Tonight's game will be a massive game. Uh, and it reminds me, it's also in February, it reminds me of the, one of my favorite nights at the Emirates when we faced the mighty Barcelona in the Champions League. And everybody was expecting us to, you know, fall under. And we produced one of the great nights. So it will be another great night. And all I see tonight is an Arsenal win. Mm. Ruth, are you in a position to speak? Ruth, the phone is muted. Anyway, Lamid Momo has also joined us from um, Lagos, joined the pod. Um, Lamid, what are you expecting? Or first, let's let's even go back and tell me, did you expect Arsenal to be where they are this season? And then, since seeing how they progressed, what were you? What are you expecting for tonight? Um, yeah, um, of course, I never expected it. <laughs> the popular saying, I obviously never expected us not to be where they were, where they are right now. Um, going into this season, I expected us to compete for top four because I thought that the looking at other teams we were challenging with, I just felt people were looking down at us now because of how we finished last season, mm. you know, they took it for granted, mm. you know, they felt, oh, it was typical Arsenal, but I saw progress, even because I'm an Arsenal fan, but I saw progress, and getting Jesus and Zinchenko just was just another level of business, so yeah, right now, we are top of the league, and to be fair, now I expect us to win, <laughs> that's, that's the fun, I expect us to win, but I don't think the club expect us not to win the title and this is why this is why this is why I think yes the transfer window was supposed to be a marker this general transfer window was supposed to be a statement like if the club really wanted to win the Premier League they would have gone and made statement signing so I personally still feel the club think they are way ahead of schedule and um, they are absolutely fine with us but for, for me as a fan I, I, I will expect us to win the league now Right, um, Kule, you you have been through the meal. It's just you and Bimbo. You guys have um, you have seen it all as Arsenal fans. I mean, you 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 went through the trophy winning years, but dreadful football years of George Graham. You you <laughs> you you um you even saw the one year that Bruce Rioch. How many years was Bruce Rioch there? Um, all of that, but. This season, <clears throat> this season, especially in in the context of tonight's game, there's there's always this feeling that Arsenal there's a big there's a big game there's a big game for Arsenal to show their title credentials that this one is is another one. I I I have said like I said um, before we started this recording 
that every big game that Arsenal have had to supposedly show their credentials, they've shown it. They went to Stamford Bridge, they went to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and beat up on the opposition properly. <laughs> they did not even, it was not like it was, it was an accident. They went and dominated and came away with the three points. Why should this tonight's game be different? Oh, well, uh, there are a few reasons why tonight is different. I think uh, there's only one club that has been consistent throughout the season so far, and that's as my support league. And I think going to this game is different from the previous games played at this point because we're going to this game with a run of bad results. Uh, uh, when you go into a game like this, it's most likely to be a defining moment in your in, in your season. Mm. You you want to play with confidence of everything. I'm not saying the team doesn't have confidence moment, but our results do breed a lot of confidence. Our result has not been there for us in the last few games. And this will be the first time that a team will be going into a big game like this. Um, having to kind of step out of a uh, of a bit of a slump. So this this when the team has so the character, everybody has been using uh Asma over the years that uh, the, the club does not have so far. Uh good game and a good win against City tonight will go a long way in cementing that credential for Asma under who I'm first has not been my call for Arsenal. Hold on. Can you shift your position where you are? Your your connection is not is not flowing fully. Um, yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it better now? Yes, it's better. It's better. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, I, what was I was saying, as I was saying... Um, You're not a big Arteta fan. I have to say, I know that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but it will be... Uh, from what he has been able to achieve so far with the, with the team, nothing has been achieved yet, but what he has been able to do with the team, I has transformed the team, and how the team has been playing is, is a lot of credit to him and the team around him. And playing against City, all I just want tonight is for the team to, to play football the way they've been playing mm. all season and don't add emotion to it because... They can mm. uh, go into, if you go into the emotional part of it. City is coming with experience, experience squad. Our boys, as good as they are, they are not that experienced. But performance with is what will win the game for us tonight. Top performance, play the, your usual game and meet City man for man. And I think we can take it. But it's going to be a big order for us because City is coming in with confidence. They have us in, our, in, in their sight. And all we just need to do is silence them and we'll be able to take the, uh, <laughs> pick the three points. Um, Ruth, how nervous will you be at kickoff? Hello, I hope it's a bit better than um, the noisy background in Lawrence. Yes, it is better. How nervous will you be? That's one I want to know. Okay, I, 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 I think first and foremost, I have to apologize to Mr. Bimbo. At the beginning of the season, he made it very clear that we are going to be going for the title. Yes. And I was telling him that yes, I can only 
Yeah, I, I, I actually had gives out with him and I said all I can hope for is just a tough I guess that boils down to the fact that I was an Agbalagba his wife to send out. Maybe a young lady like me might not say. <laughs> 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 Apology and But if anybody, gone, anybody has gone to Agbal, I can understand. So, accept it. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> okay, coming, coming back to tonight's game. Am I, uh, what was the question again? You said, am I... Um, how, how nervous will you be at kickoff? How game? nervous? Uh, I'm quite nervous. Um, yeah, probably if we have not dropped on those um, two points, I mean, four points the, in the past two games, maybe if we have not dropped those four points, maybe um, I, would, I wouldn't be this nervous. And, and I guess the, same, the players are also going through the same... It has actually made the uh, make this game uh, a must-win game for us. I know fully well that we've not defeated City in the past uh, about six or seven games. I can't really make, remember the, the number of games we have not um, been able to get the point against them. But if we look back at what we played against City last season, I can't remember if it was at the Emirates or at the SPR Stadium. The game was one or until we, one of our players got a red card, and I think it was just virtually the last kick of the game. Before yes. City could get something shaking up um is it is there anything broken are they in the first team at the moment that requires um fixing do you that's one two how do you how do you um how do you qualify 
the impact of Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus in in how Arsenal started the season and how they are playing, as Lamid mentioned when he when he spoke. Thank, thank you so much. You know, when Ruth was talking, I was just smiling. I had to mute myself and so that I won't break. Um, you said it well. Um, you know, fans are fans. And whether you like it or not, we will always uh, have our opinion. That's what makes the fun interesting. I listen to people and everybody, uh, after our game, everybody has been talking about, oh, we need to change it, bring in Crosser, uh, bring, drop Martinelli, you need to do this. I tell people, um, I'm a fan also, but I've also come to a point that I've learned that there's a different perspective. A manager, technical team, they see these boys in training, they see their body language tactics, they go over those things. And that's why I go back to that all or nothing video. You see all those things. After a game, you'll see the backroom staff, they'll sit with a player, look at what went right, what didn't go right. There'll be certain things. You said it. If it's not broken, we don't need to. Mm. We don't need to change it. Ateta and the bathroom staff wanted Moji. Moji didn't come. But believe you me, they didn't just wake up and just go and take Prosa. They had a list of players. The moment <clears throat> the Modric issue, the, uh, transfer wasn't going to, they moved to their next target. And believe you me, Prosa is a well tested. We brought him in for that reason. If the manager believes that they should come in, he will play him. One thing I always um, coming from a fan perspective, and I, I also say a prayer for the manager, for the manager and his backroom to get their tactics right, but also more importantly for the players to execute on the pitch. Mm. Believe you me, if we play on the front foot as we've done all through the season, we will have an outstanding match today. People will be shocked. Where we where things have sat down, and kudos to those teams from Newcastle to the Brentford of this world and the Sean Dyke of Burnley transfer to Everton, is that they've come up with a system to look at it that how do we stop Arsenal from playing their game? And mm. it has worked well in the three games I mentioned. Mm. Now, the onus is left for a better and a backroom team to also look at it. How do you handle such things? Yeah. So it's important. We're lacking some players that could break them down. And Emmy Smith Rowe will have been an excellent to all those kind of things. So it'll be interesting to see. So answering your first question, if it's not broken, you don't need to change it. And just like you said, we prosecute a season with for teams with still regular players, and that's it. Yeah. But I know that you need to freshen up. Yes. The good thing is that we're not in many competitions, but we also need to look at all different games how to bring people in. Um... The second question had to do with um, Zincheco and um, Gabriel Jesus. Okay. I, I tell people when people talk about statement signing, the club, and I'm so happy. I remember years ago when people were talking about Usmanov and Kronke, and I, I did my due diligence, maybe because of my finance background, and I checked out and I told everybody that I would prefer Kronke to Usmanov. And guess what has happened? We can see what is happening with the Russian oligarchy and everything. But the Kronkers have shown that they are in the sport business for a long time. Mm. And they are franchise America over. And guess what? When we needed an owner to take to take decisions, they've taken the difficult decisions and they've backed their manager. 
they missed it along the way when they brought the consortium with Gazidis abandoning us and everything. But guess what? They went back to the basics, got their young manager, and they backed Ateta, and you can see what is happening. One of the things that is making me happy is that we know who to sign. Jesus and Zinchenko are brilliant additions. Not just as footballers, <coughs> but brilliant, brilliant human beings. And there's no there's no ego about them. They mm. fitted in this young squad. There are some people that you get into a team and they look down on everybody yes, that yes, you don't want them. Yes, they yes. are not like that. Yeah. They are not. They fitted in. There are times that Zinchenko had to sit down. You will see him as passionate as ever on the bench. Jesus is out injured. My guy is at the training ground. He's going to the stadium, being there. That takes a lot. It shows you the dynamics of the team. So, for me, I have decided to trust in Ateta and the team. They know what to do. They have players that they will bring in. And they will also integrate. There are some one or two young boys coming from the academy that people will be happy about. So, that has been it. And uh, the other thing that people have been talking about, we've not walked this path before. Yes. I agree. But guess what? You need to go through that emotion. There must always be a first time. Mm. And that is what we are doing. We started from the third day, third match of the season. It's no fluke that Ateta has won manager of the month. How many times? It's it, not a fluke. Four times, I think he has already yeah, this season. Four, time, four, four times this season. Yeah. Three times this season already. So, it's not a fluke. And there's, there's a reason for that. It will be interesting to see. For me, one of the one of the joys is seeing Odegaard. I remember how I named Fabregas the leader of the Arsenal Orchestra. Odegaard has taken over that place and his pattern, the passing, selflessness, the fleet, the way he combines. I was reading Michael Cup's analysis talking about the tactical side and I said, it says it all about how it's important for Odegaard in the middle and the combination. It's interesting to see. And for the neutrals, it's going to be a great game tonight. For the Arsenal fans, I can understand Ruth's uh, perspective. But I'm right. um, afraid and everything. But we'll see how we go. Um, look, I, 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 <laughs> I hate title run-ins. I swear to God. I used to be physically <laughs> ill. I used to be physically ill during title run-ins. So I, 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 I find it quite amusing now that... Um, <clears throat> That I actually miss it, that I am not um, part of it at the moment. I, however, um, there's there's something I remember at the start of the summer of the the nineteen the two thousand and six summer, which was beginning of the oh six oh seven season. Um, I used yeah. to I used to belong to a a Manchester United fans forum, and we used to rant there. It was called United Rant at the time. And I remember making a statement saying that this is the most pivotal season for this football club. And I explained that if we do not win the title this season, we will lose Ronaldo and we will lose Rooney. That this is why this season is a non-negotiable season. I have this feeling. I've, I've had this feeling that for Arsenal this season, especially because of the way they started. Is that because of the way they decided? Because of how long they've gone on. Do you get this feeling that this is you cannot but win this title this season? Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. 
because I'm very sure even for the club, uh, uh, apart from uh, maybe Bimbo and uh, some of my mates that I know that were convinced that we were going to be running for the title mm. at the beginning of the season, I don't think the club was set out to like, we have, it's a mile uh, break or a uh, mile break season for us, we have to win the title now. Mm. Um, I know the impact that uh, such a thing can have if you miss out mm. maybe at the end of the season. But with the way the club is being structured and with what mm. Ateta is actually doing and the way the recruitment is going, mm -hmm. I think uh, I am, they are actually, I think the club, the, the, the club, uh, I'm guessing, I think the club is actually ahead of where they want to be. Ahead of now, schedule. Mm. Yeah, 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 ahead of where they want to be. And yeah, I want to win the Premier League and they want to win the Premier League, especially from the position that we are now. Mm. But losing out on it, I don't think is it, 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 it's, a, it's a deal breaker okay. for, for the club or for Ateta and the boys to actually come back next season and go again. Because from what I've seen so far, mm. it's like there's a structure, there's a plan, the players that are fine are players that they want. I, like I said, I never, I, it's never, it's never been my cup of tea as a manager. But when you look at how he, how he's actually getting players into fit into roles, it's mm -hmm. not just signing players for the sake of signing. Mm -hmm. And as a, as a fan, emotion riser, oh, sign this, sign that, and everything. I've decided to take a back step and just look at what he's doing. Uh, the All or Nothing program, I decided not to watch it because I believe it's the propaganda from every club that do that. So I decided I've still I've not watched it up to today. But from what I've seen on the pitch, I can see there is a process. Mm. I, I dislike that word. Trust <laughs> the process. I know I can see that there's a process. And yeah, there's a process that is and I think we are ahead. We are ahead of where the club thought we we're gonna be. And winning the Premier League this season will be a massive bonus. Mm. Will be a massive bonus. We we'll made massive bonus, and it will be painful if we lose out from where we are now mm. and lose out in, in, in uh, the title at the end. But I still have that belief. I'm, I, I don't say this out to people. I still have that belief that there's still a lot of games to go. From what I've seen at the beginning, uh, the first half of the season, mm. we have a lot of points to pick up. We it's going to be it's going to be tough, but I think the club, the team has that ability and I think Ateta knows now for each game there's a different plan and yeah it might look like the, the team is, is setting out the team same lineup every every game mm. but like uh, Bimbo said if it's not broken don't try to fix it because as much as those 11, 15, 16 players play together regularly, yeah. they understand yeah. their, each other, they understand their movement and everything. Yeah, if the onus is on other teams to come and stop Arsenal or to break Arsenal down and everything. The three matches that we have failed to win, yeah, definitely those teams played in a certain way. Like Bimbo said, the, the manager and his team has to go back and, okay, go back to drawing ball because not only play teams like uh, managed by Sean Dyke, we do that now. Even teams that don't want to lose, that you think should come out and play, we try to do that because that's the only way they think that they can stop. Just like the Wenger days, yeah. when teams think the only way they can stop us now is by kicking the players. So, oh, it's work for three teams. Why do I have to go and 
toe-to-toe with Arsenal because I'll get beat. So I'll come in and I'll shut shop. It needs to actually find out a way to win those kind of games. Um, I don't think City will do that tonight. City will come out and play because mm-hmm. City is coming and thinking that, yeah, they can beat Arsenal as well. So that will play into uh, into our hands, I believe, at the Emirates. And, uh, but I don't think it's a deal breaker that if we don't win the league this season and everything, there's still, still a loss to come from this Arsenal team and Ateta and uh, winning it is going to be a bonus but getting into Champions League this season which I want to believe is virtually secured mm-hmm. and all the anything that comes out of it for me is just a bonus right. Calvin let me just let me just jump in just to back up what Kule said mm. um, it's absolutely correct the club target was to get back into the Champions League okay. um, and that's where we are but you know getting into that position and everybody seeing what is happening Everybody just knew that, you know what? We'll keep it at that. But it's possible to get it. And that's why they did the kind of deal they did in January to see. And they were ready to break the bank for Modric until Chelsea came. So we're in line with that. And um, banter aside, I've had friends and people from other clubs are saying that if you don't win the league, they're going to come for Arsenal and, you know, Yab and everything. But mm. guess what? top four will have been to get back to Europe and everything. But guess what? We're in the position where we are now. And why not go for it? So, let's see where it ends at the end of the day. And any season where you have, they always keep that up. So, expect it. We've had the fall. Um, Brentford, Everton. Those are please. Let's see how it goes. Lamid, um, every manager, every successful Premier League manager gets um, disliked by opposition fans. I, I used to, many years ago, I I remember going into, United went to Anfield and won 1-0 with a, a Carlos Tevez goal. It was um, Anderson's full debut for Manchester United. Anderson was awesome in that game. So after that game, I I went to a lead a, a Liverpool fans, fans forum. I just went there to go and see what was going on. Oh my God. The insults that Sir Alex was getting from the Liverpool fans. The curses they were getting. He was getting, was, I, was, I was rolling on the floor laughing. But what struck me was how much they despised the man. I can tell you, I have that feeling that should Arsenal start to get really successful in winning the titles, Mikel Arteta will be one man that fans would not, opposition fans would not like at all. Um, as an Arsenal fan, I'm sure you don't mind this, do you? Lamid? No, of course, I absolutely do not like. I mean, I don't mind at all. Um, and, and I think Arteta fits that profile of managers who you can easily eat. His antics on the sidelines, oh, you know, God. he gets on a lot of people's nerves and they complain a lot. And honestly, sometimes I, just, I want to pour water on him for my TV. I want to pour water, my friend, go back and sit down. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I do not mind. I do not mind. And um, I'm, first things first, I mean, I, 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 I didn't like the Ateta signing, to be honest. Yeah, so, but right now, Three and a half years down the line. Yeah, I think I I, I, I trust the process in code. And I, I get why, of course, like I said, why rival fans would have a problem with him. But he's, 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 he's 
he's our bad guy. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> yes, I mean, yes. he's, he's, yeah, he's our bad guy. So we are, we are cool with him. We are absolutely fine with him. Right. Okay. Uh, let me go around the houses and uh, we'll close with that. I'll start with you, Ruth. Um, Ruth, what will be a decent, a good result tonight for you and for Arsenal Football Club going through to the end of the season? Well, um, a good result for tonight to be the uh, maximum point. I think a win tonight to do a lot of good to that. Um, the thing. I, I think um, the best is to pick up the maximum point. As in why? Sorry, you can't hear me? No, no, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. Okay, I was saying, um, knowing fully well that this is like a top of the table clash, and uh, of course, the citizens they've dominated uh, for the past 10 years or thereabouts. So, you have to make a statement by getting the maximum points um, against them tonight. So, I think for me tonight, the best thing is just to get those. I know City are still going to drop points during the course of the season, and of course, like Mr. Bimbo said, after having lots of points to pick up. But just for the strength and uh, the mental strength of the team, I think it's a win tonight. It's very, very important, and that's all I hope for. And I'm quite hopeful that we can get this tonight. Cooley, I was I was speaking to some Arsenal fans, eh? and I remember somebody was asking me what if if I was if I was um, an Arsenal fan, which I said God forbid, but go ahead. So he said that um, what do I think Arsenal should do going into these two games with City? And I said ideally, ideally, take a point each. Just get two points. In that way, you have kept City where they are. Do everything to ensure that you've kept City where they are. What, um, what for you will be the ideal? Well, um, when these two games, or when I saw these two games and the way we've been playing and the way the the league was shaped up, mm. I said to my friends, I said. This season, for us to actually win this title, we need to beat City at least once mm. in those two games in the league. We need to beat City at least once. And that's, that's still my take. We need to beat them at least once or at worst, not lose to them in those two games. That is true draws. So, but tonight, I think we'll, we'll set up to win the game tonight. Mm-hmm. I want a win, but uh, I'll take a draw. I'll take a draw and go for a win at the Etihad. But I think, I think, I'm not a Teta. A Teta wants, uh, everybody wants an home win. And that is what we actually add more further to, to our wings. And that is what I, I think will happen tonight, a win. But, on, on a whole, we need to be city at least once this season to actually maintain that grip on that top spot. Bimbo. And I hope it's tonight. <laughs> Bimbo, Bimbo, would you would you take a defeat? In fact, would you take losing the six points to City and still win the title? 
if you had asked me this question at the beginning of the season, I'll tell you yes. Anything to win the title. But mm. let me <laughs> let me back up a bit. I like what you the scenario you painted, and that's being pragmatic. So there's a pragmatic approach, keep where city where they are, mm-hmm. and that's taking one point each and each of the game, mm. which is lovely. And that's the pragmatic thing to do. Because you, the table will not lie after 13 games, provided you do your job in the other game. Yep. So the other aspect, if you ask me, will be our home form has been incredible. The atmosphere in all my years supporting Arsenal, I've never, especially moving to the Emirates, I've never seen a season like this. And you know, special kudos to the club that has backed the Ashburton Army. They create a great atmosphere. It's like when you used to watch the Green Eagles or Super Eagles play in Lagos in those days and mm. you get goosebumps with the supporters club. Mm. That's what they've done. They come with the drums, they play their trumpets and you know, the other fans feed on it. So it's been great. So for me, what I want tonight personally, I want a win. Get a win and we get a draw at Etihad. And if I want to be Oliver Tee, we are the champions. Who says that we can't beat them here and beat them at the Etihad and take six points? But I'm looking forward to a fascinating game. Let me not jump uh, ahead of my time. Looking forward to a fascinating game tonight. And uh, I am sure that uh, Pep, I pray overthinks it because it does that at times. It normally does. It normally does. When that it is... does that, yeah. it falls into I, I hope it does that too. And, and guess what? There's no better person that understands it than Ateta. So when he overthinks it, just watch. And I will tell people, I know that for the Arsenal fans, there will be some tension. If you have access to see the bench, just watch what Ateta and Pep will be doing. It will be interesting. I pray that the referee don't make themselves the center of attraction with VARs and all this stuff so that we can enjoy a great game. But I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to a win tonight. Excellent. Right. Um, Lamid, finally, just who wins the league? I think Arsenal wins the league. And that's not because I'm an Arsenal fan. No, no, that's all. I didn't ask you to explain. (laughs) (laughs) Ruth. Is she there? There's no need to ask Bimbo and um, Kule who wins the league. Uh, the way no, it's, Arsenal, it's Arsenal to lose. <laughs> Definitely, it's Arsenal to lose. And meanwhile, Calvin, don't don't think United is still not in this title. United are still in this title. This is a this is an Arsenal team podcast. Please, I will not. Be yeah, set, I will not. Yeah, be set up. that is it because be we, we, we focus. <laughs> we focus. We focus on Arsenal City. Yeah, rightly so. But I will not be set up. But, I refuse to be set up. But there are three there are three things in this title race now. Which it shouldn't be, but for the incompetence of the Premier League referee, okay. Arsenal should have disappeared over the horizon by now. Come on. Really? Yes. Okay. Listen, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you ever so very much for for appearing on this um episode of your sports level podcast i'm hoping it will be an absolutely cracking game tonight at at the emirates stadium who do i want to win mm. sincerely <laughs> this is funny uh, sincerely if if i was at the start of the season if i was told 
United won't win the league. Now who do I want to win the league? Since I can't pick Leicester to win the league, and I won't pick, I don't think, I don't like Conte, so I would have picked Spurs. If I was picking any other team, I'd probably pick Arsenal. Uh, they don't, Barcelona don't bother me in any shape or form. They don't bother me. <laughs> so if they win the league, it's fine. Um, rather than City winning the title and those other people winning the title. So, yeah, I'll be fine with them. Um, with Arsenal winning. However, I will have an absolutely good laugh if they don't win it. I really will have a laugh in a way. So, on that note, thank you again. Thank you so very much for um, um, coming on your Sports Level podcast. And to you, the listeners, thank, thank you for you being welcome. for being a part of this show. We'll, we'll be back as the season unfolds. Hopefully, maybe, maybe towards the last um, part of the season. But I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more for um, more podcasts of the other clubs. I should have City fans. No, no, not City fans. I, I should have um, um, I should have Liverpool fans. I should have United fans and the Chelsea fans uh, into the pod um, very soon as in subsequent weeks. Thank you again. It's been my privilege and been my pleasure hosting you on this episode, on this Arsenal-themed episode of your Sports Level podcast. Till I come your way next time, Peace.